Want to get free tips in your inbox? I know what you're thinking. Ugh, sign up for your spam emails in my inbox every day. No thanks. Don't worry, I won't be emailing you more than once per week. And each email will contain insightful, valuable, actionable tips that you can apply to your podcast today to get closer to Podmastery. Sign up now at podmastery.co. That's podmastery.co. At the time of recording this, you can't move for podcast gurus saying, you need to get your podcast on YouTube. But here's the thing. YouTube is video. Your podcast is audio. So how do you do it? And without using tools like Headliner? Let's find out. And of course, it goes without saying this is audio-only instruction. So if you want to follow along with the video version of this, you'll find it linked in the description. YouTube has made it really simple to add your podcast to YouTube. Now, whether you should or shouldn't is a debate for another day. There are lots of reasons why you should. There are lots of reasons why you shouldn't. But for the purposes of this, let's assume that you've decided you should. So I'm going to talk you through how you can add your podcast to YouTube using its really simple ingestion system. Before we start, we're going to go and get our RSS feed from our hosting company. Now, whether you're using Libsyn, Buzzsprout, or Captivate, as I'm currently using, you'll find this in your podcast show settings. Now you'll be needing to go to your YouTube account and look for your YouTube Studio option. Click on that. That will then take you through to your YouTube Studio dashboard. Once you're in there, you want to go to Create and you want to click New Podcast. This thing gives you three options. You can either create a new podcast from scratch using their hosting, video only, of course. You won't be going to any of the podcast apps with that. You can set an existing playlist as a podcast. So if you've already been posting out videos related to your podcast, but you'd like to take that playlist and turn it into your podcast, you could do it clicking that button, or you can use the new ingestion tool submit RSS feed. I'm going to do that because I haven't yet set my podcast as a YouTube podcast yet. You get a load of bump you got to read through. No one ever does. You click agree and you hit accept. Oh my God, I've signed my life away. Now it gives you a load of gump about how it all works. Click through that next. And we're going to pump in the RSS feed. It's going to check that RSS feed. Now this, I've left this in this content because it's important that you know all about this. It's come up with the RSS feed is invalid. Missing owner email for RSS feed. Please contact your podcast hosting company. I've done this on purpose. I know exactly why that is. If I go into my dashboard with my hosting company Captivate and go to podcast settings, I can scroll through in the page, privacy settings, hide email address from feed. Email is currently hidden. I'm going to click unhide for 24 hours. And it says email is currently unlocked for a 24-hour period. I'm then going to show you back in the dashboard. And I'm going to hit next once again. And it's still saying that it's missing. It might take maybe two to five minutes for this to clear through and your email to be public once again. So let's just wind time on, shall we, using that very cleverly used trick. The oldest trick in the book when it comes to winding forward content. <laughs> 
And it's finally gone through. So now it's given me uh, the option to get a code, a verification code, to confirm that I own this feed. So I'm going to click send code. That's now going to come through to my email. Okay, I now have that code. And it gives me the option now. I can either upload all episodes in my RSS feed, everything I've published so far. I can upload certain episodes published since a certain time. So this could be handy if I only want episodes I'm making now, which are maybe geared more towards both types of audience, audio and video. Or I could make sure that it doesn't upload any old episodes and only those that I publish from this point forward. I'm going to say upload all episodes in the RSS feed. Why not? I've got nothing to be ashamed of. You also see that it says paid promotion. And it gives you the option to tick a box saying episodes from my RSS feed contain paid promotion. Mine does not. And then you get a text telling you that you need to make sure that you've actually got episodes published within your RSS feed. And that is the same for Apple Podcasts, to be fair. There we go. It now confirms I've created a podcast from the RSS feed. It does tell me it's going to take some time to upload the episodes that I've released but they are now going to be out there within YouTube as a legitimate podcast. I can click View Podcasts, and there we are. These are the episodes it's ingesting, and the playlist. It's going to whir around for a while until it's done it. You can see that I actually have the Podmaster as a video podcast, which Sounds weird saying it because I'm one of those people that says it's not a podcast if it's video and doesn't have an RSS feed. But there we are. Let's not get into that debate right now. But as you can see, the Bobmaster, helping you master the old art of podcasting, is now a video RSS feed based podcast in YouTube. And it's as simple as that. If I was to give advice to a new podcaster that's doing this, I would say don't do what I've just done which is putting a podcast feed in a main channel offering, as in my brand, Podnose Podcasting. I would set up a bespoke podcast for that podcast. So your channel would be your podcast's name. The reason I've done it this way is to show you, because I don't really care about YouTube for my podcast anyway, to show you how you can do it really easily. Okay? But very simply, I would say set up your own channel for your podcast and submit the RSS feed through that. Hope that helps. Want to ignore the vanity metrics and get real world results from your podcast? Book yourself one of my popular podcast audits. You can book one now at podmastery.co forward slash audit. That's podmastery.co forward slash audit. When it comes to your podcast's marketing, are you using audiograms? There's a lot of debate around the effectiveness of these short video clips, but I'm going to give you my take on them right now. Podcast audiograms are not a total waste of time, but they're certainly not going to push the needle for you as much as you hope when looking to grow your audience. In case you're not sure what I'm talking about, an audiogram is a video made from a static image layered with audio tracks sound waves and text to create a supposedly engaging asset for your podcast. The idea of audiograms is they bridge the gap between audio and visual content, making your podcast more appealing 
on social media platforms that favour visual content, like pretty much all of them. Now, some podcast gurus cite studies that have shown audiograms can significantly increase engagement and traffic to your podcast, with one such study claiming an audiogram generated five times more traffic than a static image when shared on Facebook. Yet, that study was published by Headliner, an audiogram-making company. Need I say more? My suggestion for promoting your episodes is to not bother so much with video clips unless you're willing to do them yourself. As in, face to camera, using either clips from your recording or a specific piece of content promoting the episode to your audience on that platform. If you can't do that, maybe you're not brave enough or you aren't organized enough to get your episodes recorded with video as well, you're better off posting a social media post asking engaging questions around the topic and offering some suggested conclusions that you might have to share in your episode. Use some suitable imagery to go along with that. The problem is, you see, audiograms have been around a while, since around 2016, and they're seen as easy, cheap, and old hat. So our brains are trained to essentially skip them. And your ideal audience will be skipping yours. Well, that's it for this latest episode of The Podmaster. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please do follow the show. And if you found it useful, leave us a review in whatever your favourite podcast app of choice is. We love Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also, if you are a Spotify user, do leave us a comment on the brand new Spotify Q&A section. The Podmaster is a Podnose podcasting production. Find out more about us at podnose.co.uk. That's P-O-D-K-N-O-W-S Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Podmaster podcast. The fact that you've listened this far tells me you got something out of the episode. Want to get more free tips and insight on how to improve your podcast? Each email will contain insightful, valuable, actionable tips that you can apply to your podcast today to get closer to Podmastery. Sign up now at podmastery.co. That's podmastery.co.